Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sub Tours. My name's Mai. I'm Misha. And I'm Angel. Oh my god, there's no lag. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Why is there no lag? I we are know. back in the studio. Yay! We For are the first time. In 2022, very happy. Momentous occasion. I'm so happy. First time we got through March without the lockdown. Holy crap. Oh my two god. Years. Things are going back to normal and we're recording face to face right now. And we're recording live from Big Baby Studios in the flesh, in person, like absolutely no internet hiccups or latency. So if we experience any, that's our, our fault. That's real hiccups. It. That's totally on us now. <laughs> I miss the lag. I had something to blame back then. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's just so real right now. It's like, oh my God, we're an actual pod. But anyway, yeah, so uh, yes, we are recording live, but that's not the only special thing about this episode. This is the first ever Subatours recording with a special guest! Yes, and we are so excited to have her and we can't wait to hear about her expertise in this particular (laughs) topic. So yeah, let's get the show on the road! Today, we will be talking about King Richard, the Oscar-nominated film starring Will Smith. And you've probably already heard about the controversy surrounding it, which which we might tackle on later on. But as far as the movie itself, it's the true story of Richard Williams, the father of the legendary tennis players Venus and Serena Williams. Mm -hmm. And it's all about how he raised and trained them and all the adversity and challenges they had to overcome to be the the superstars they are now. So... Oscar worthy obviously these kind of biopics usually have that Oscar grab so we invited the biggest tennis fan I know and we figured it's best we have someone actually qualified to talk about tennis because <laughs> I don't know anything about tennis how about you guys sports I know, ball I know, I know some I know some because my mom's a huge fan yeah so my, my mom's a huge fan too but like I don't necessarily like watch with her like I know the players yes do they even call them players sorry they're, they're players okay, they're okay. players I, they're, no 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 they're tennisers Tennisers. <laughs> okay, tennisers. So yeah, it's best that we actually have a guest for this who knows about tennis. So without further ado, please welcome our first ever guest on Sofa Tours, Hazel Hottie of the Morning Rush. Welcome. Hello. I was biding my time. I, I think I overdid it. <laughs> I wasn't talking at all. But hello. Oh my God. Thank you so much for inviting me. I think this is going to be fun because I talk to everyone I know about tennis. And yes. finally, like people are willing to listen. <laughs> we need, we actually need you because yes. I don't know. I, I have no idea at all. So Hazel and I are friends. Um, and uh, she, uh, she was literally the first person I thought of after watching King Richard. I mm-hmm. did message you at the time. Yes, like, have you, you did. Watched, well, have you watched King Richard? Yeah. And I was like, hey, why don't you guest on the podcast? Because <laughs> I, I don't know anything. I doubt my tube co-hosts know much. And we need credibility. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> Not only did I watch it, but I was so looking forward to it because I actually read Serena's book. Um, mm. Like many years ago, mm-hmm. I read her autobiography and... Mm-hmm. Basically, it's kind of like the movie. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But before we get to the movie, I would just want to ask Hazel. So tell us about yourself and your love of tennis. 
Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I, I grew up watching tennis because my dad's a huge fan. So I remember when I was a kid, I used to love uh, Martina Hingis, mm. Pete Sampras. Those are like my favorites. And then as an adult, I kind of rediscovered my love for tennis and I started watching again and I fell in love with Roger Federer. So he's like my number one. He's my bae. <laughs> but Serena and Venus, actually, this is pretty interesting because I started off as a hater. Really? <laughs> no, coming from really? a Hingis fan. Okay, okay. I'm a Hingis fan. That's fair. You're bound to hate one of the sisters. I, I was a hater and I felt like they were too flashy. Remember, because before they would wear like chandelier earrings oh, during yeah. a match mm -hmm. and like they would be in. I, I was just like, what is going on? So I'd always root for their opponents. And then at some point there was a switch. I was like, you know what? If you can't beat them, join them. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to support them because mm -hmm. I was getting tired of like watching them and rooting for the opponent and the opponent like getting a beat down. So mm -hmm. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to cheer on the mm -hmm. Williams sisters. And I was like, okay. From then on, I just became a legit Stan mm -hmm. to the point that I look at Serena Williams is like not just my favorite tennis player but like a role model especially mm -hmm. after reading her book and like learning about their life story and all that I was like you know what I stand mm -hmm. so yeah I'm the I'm like a huge fan all right perfect hey my good choice <laughs> yeah, I know. Can she like talk the entire time? I think I think you can say we're more credible now. Like we don't even need to be here. <laughs> it's like okay, Hazel, keep talking. But anyway, yeah. So it's perfect that we have Hazel today. And unfortunately, I do wish like I know you're a bigger Roger Federer stan, but like, how do you? Oh no, I just. I'm, I just thirst over oh, oh, <laughs> like in terms of like being athletes, mm -hmm. I stand them equally. All right. I have so much respect for both of them. So what if there there would be a Roger Federer um, biopic to come out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who do you think could play him? Oh no, I'm so sorry. Tough Why did call. Quentin Tarantino come to Whoa! Oh my god. Okay. He's going to direct it and he's also going to play <laughs> if he's going, if, I'm if, kidding. Uh, if Tarantino's gonna direct a Roger Federer movie, we'll biopic, be looking at his feet for 90 minutes. <laughs> true, it's gonna be the bloodiest tennis game ever. <laughs> It's the sure. opposite of what Roger Federer is, right? But yeah. no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure I just saw someone post about that. And uh -huh. it kind of stuck, I guess. <laughs> I was like… Mm. I kind of see it though. It's the chin. Thanks. It's the chin. But obviously, Roger is way more attractive. But I don't know. Someone really dapper. And like someone who looks dignified. Because he has that vibe, right? Yeah. He's very respectable and you know very like clean cut. well put together. Yeah, he, he seems like a total gentleman. Who yeah. could play him though? I don't know. Hmm. Not Quentin Tarantino. No, <laughs> no please. Because Andrew Garfield, I can see him play like Andy Murray. Yes, yes. They look like alike. They look alike. Yeah. He does, so actually. I don't know for Roger <laughs> Especially Federer. Especially now that he's older. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I, I don't know. I don't know for Roger Federer. Okay. Well, well I guess we'll think about it. He can play himself. I will appreciate oh, that oh, more. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He can Michael Jordan it or LeBron James it. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Some sort of space ooh, space jam tennis. Why'd I do that? Now all I see is Quentin Tarantino. Stop! Damn no, it, I'm Google! So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right. So uh, back to King Richard. Um, obviously, uh, this is mainly although although the the protagonist is mainly the father of the Williams sisters. So, what did you guys think? First impressions right after seeing the movie. We can start with Hazel. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you're the guest. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, uh, well, I kind of, I don't know. I felt like it was going to be good because they produced it. Mm-hmm. Serena mm-hmm. and Venus right. um, produced the movie. So I was like, okay, so if anything, this is going to be pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that it was going to be Will Smith, I was also like, oh, okay, I totally see it. Um, and he has that stereotype kind of uh, down already. He's played yeah. a lot of, like the dad yeah. figure, yeah. but I mean, that's very Will Smith to me. So yeah, and I, I find him to be a, a good actor. So mm-hmm. I was actually really looking forward to it. And when I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, sold. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, um, for me, I thought it was one of the best movies of last year. And it just had the misfortune of coming out like roughly the same time as Spider-Man. It's like Aww. West Side Story. Like a couple, within a couple of weeks <laughs> of Spider-Man. So like like West Side Story and King Richard, these movies had no chance. Okay, so, They were screwed because people were… St- this is still the height of the pandemic and people are like, if I'm going to leave the house, I'm only leaving the house… For fucking Spider-Man. They were not going to come out for, you know, for a I sports mean, biopic mm-hmm. or a remake of a musical. So, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I I, uh, I agree with Hazel. Like, I knew Will Smith would put in a good performance because he's got this whole thing now where he wants to present himself as a positive role model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More of that. I'm talking about me from two months ago. <laughs> Three months ago. Pre-Oscar okay. me. Pre-Oscars, Misha. Yes, yes, yes. There we go. So, yes. Okay. So, so um, I liked it a lot better than some of his other biopics. Like when he played Muhammad Ali. Because mm. I, I… And I was… Um, I, I, I was watching Ali and I could never just shake the fact that I'm watching Will Smith doing a Muhammad Ali impression. <laughs> mm. I think because like his persona and Ali's persona were so clearly defined. But in this movie, I think even if he wasn't like doing a straight impression, he got across the emotion properly. So I, I, I like this one. Mm-hmm. I really liked it and I saw why he got nominated. Absolutely. And maybe because people actually don't see Richard Williams a lot. That's true. And you kind of don't have that image in your head already. So when you watch Will Smith, it's like, oh, okay. And then you can check out Richard Williams and you can make that comparison. As opposed to someone like Ali and you're like very familiar with Ali. So I guess maybe that's the difference. That makes sense. The the first impression I had though was watching this was coming from a basketball fan was that, oh, Richard Richard Williams was the… LeVar Ball of tennis before LeVar Ball ever existed in basketball. You know, like kids going to be the dominant players of the sport that they choose to play in. That was Richard Williams. Because that's he firmly believed that. He wrote the 78-page essay on why and how his, girl, his girls were going to be tennis players. But, you know, like coming from his previous biopics like Concussion, which wasn't really that great. No, no. no. <laughs> this was surprisingly fun to watch Will Smith in because, you know, like we we know that he's been trying to win an Oscar for a while. Mm-hmm. Right? He's trying to be credible enough to people. Yep. yep. But uh, Bad Boys movies weren't doing it. Nope, nope, nope. But, and but I, this did it. And I think that's part of why he didn't do Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Suicide Squad, <laughs> the new one. Because right. like, he was in the first the one. shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully he wasn't there. Sorry, but I prefer Idris Elba. You know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the last role I saw him in. And it's it, it was also very dad-centered. Like his character was also like, I'm doing it for the kids. Oh blah, yeah, blah, he blah. was. Yeah, so I have this… Um, I In my head, there was like a Will Smith stereotype already. And uh, while watching it, I was getting 
pursuit of happiness vibes because yes. he was just so downtrodden. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hardworking father sob story kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I was uh, in the middle of the movie, I was like thinking, oh no, he might be typecast for this. But eventually, uh, I, thankfully, it didn't go full. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's the vibe in pursuit of happiness, diba? But I'm glad it didn't go that direction. And uh, not as tear jerking as that performance, but it's still pretty good. Like, I, I do understand sure. why he, It's he funny how nominated. you mentioned tear-jerking because I don't know if I was watching a biopic or a sports movie when I watched um, King Richard. Because uh-huh. it was like, do I focus on the biopic or just do I focus on the sport aspect of this movie? Mm-hmm. But they, it, it merged really well though. Mm-hmm. Like, they managed to be able to tell a very cohesive story. Maybe in part because the Williams sisters had a hand in the production and mm-hmm. one of the sisters was a producer as well. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about the decision to focus the story more on Richard as opposed to the sisters who are clearly the more popular ones? Because like like Hazel said, like nobody really knows about Richard because he's very behind the scenes. Right. So what I do you think about that? I was thinking about that before you brought it up. I was like, you know, I'm not sure though when when I found out about it. I was like, but it might not work in their favor to call it King Richard in the mm-hmm. first place just mm-hmm. because a lot of people who aren't familiar um, with the Williams family and who, I don't know, people who won't get to see like the poster, they will have no idea what this movie is about. They will think it's some sort of like royalty movie, right? Yeah, like yeah, King yeah. Richard. Yeah. That was whatever. my impression before yes. knowing anything else. So I felt like, you know, had they focused it on the sisters, like had they called the movie Venus and Serena, mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe it would have, I don't know, been more successful commercially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, just a thought. But I mean, overall, I do get why they decided to focus on the dad though, because Mm -hmm. obviously everything comes from him and he... He basically was the one responsible for True. for the whole, you know, their whole career and everything. So, yeah. And actually, even though a lot of people aren't familiar with him, he's he was quite, you know, a personality in tennis. Like behind the mm. scenes, people knew who he was because he was like a, not a helicopter dad, but like something even more. <laughs> he was like just, a tiger mom, but crazy. Tiger dad or something. Like, Times 20. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like he would be at all the matches. He would Mm -hmm. be super vocal. So I get why they decided on um, a controversial character like Richard Williams. See, LeVar Ball of tennis. Yeah, but uh, except I don't think that LeVar Ball's kids are going to be any hurry to make a biopic about him. No. But they do have a reality show. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, My, my thing with building it around Richard Williams, King or not, is that, um, and I'm not the only one who said this, because um, I did some reading up after the movie because I really liked it. And what I found was, like, there are some people who say that this is just the most blatant kind of um, PR. It's image rehab for the guy because they're, mm-hmm. as much as people look up to him for building these champions, these world-class greatest, you know, of any goddamn level, champions, um, there's also people who said that what kind of a person drafts in, you know, a 75-page manifesto for their children <laughs> before they're even born? You know, it's like they didn't even have a choice in this. And there was a documentary a couple of years ago. There have been articles talking about how maybe he wasn't the nicest person in the world in trying to accomplish this. And the movie actively pushes back against that mm-hmm. to show that he always had their best interest at heart. So I don't know how much of this is the sisters giving back to the one who built their success and how much of it is just preserving their overall legend. But as a movie, 
I like the movie. Mm-hmm. So what, what can you say about um, what Serena has said in her book about her father in it, contrast to the movie? It's an accurate portrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like it was no secret to me that he decided to to have kids Mm-mm. to turn them into these superstars, like these tennis players. Because like, uh, and it was mentioned in the movie, like he was watching a championship match, I think. And then he was like, my God, like that check is bigger than what I get in a year. Right. And he was like, you know what? That's what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. going to have two kids and we're going to make them tennis stars. And to me, I don't know. That was just so, so dope, to be honest, with no tennis background whatsoever. He just did it. He just studied, like he bought books. I mean, anyone can have that idea and anyone can try, but I don't think many people will succeed, right? Mm -hmm. Like he did. It was just sheer willpower. Yeah. Mm It's just interesting how you can translate that because, you know, playing a sport is so physical and reading books is just so different. So it's so hard to apply those in yeah. practice because I can't imagine just reading a book about, let's say, basketball and yes. you going to you go, going on the court and just start shooting. You'd be Steph Curry. Yes. It's impossible. But seriously, I mean, from the day your kids are born, you know, they come out seven pounds, but in the pursuit of their happiness, you're going, no, I'm not going that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping that. No, Will sorry. Smith puns. Coming from the wild ball west of Compton. Oh my god. I knew he it. hitched them to this sport. Wearing oh. as a man in black. No. <laughs> he gets jiggy with it though. Yeah, in Miami. <laughs> no, but I agree with you completely. This took a supreme act of will to actually pull off this crazy plan. And the fact that they didn't come out complete douchebags, his children, and they actually became role models to millions of athletes around the world, regardless of sport, I think, fine, that is something that should be acknowledged, you know? No, I think they did acknowledge that in the movie mm-hmm. where um, they started being more successful as tennis mm-hmm. players, even when they were still kids. Because you see the gangs stop stopped harassing them in the movie because mm-hmm. yeah. you know how big they were you know the, uh, you know as symbols to a community mm-hmm. they didn't really come from the best neighborhood as children right you know they right. came from a neighborhood where you know their neighbors were, would be selling drugs or you know be pimping their kids or, or whatever that was addressed in the movie yeah So now let's get to the direction of it. Um, this was directed by Reynaldo Marcus Green. And um, what can you guys say about this being a biopic slash sports movie? How was the, as you mentioned earlier, Anja, how was the whole marriage of the sports aspect and the biopic aspect? It was it was pretty interesting because when you say it's a sports movie, you tend to focus more on the athletes and not yeah. so much the people behind these athletes. Yeah. And in this case, it was their father, which is, you know, which is pretty hard to do because you don't really see parents in a, in a sports movie. But in this case, he was also the coach. So it was very tied. It was tied very closely together. And it was such an interesting combo that they, were, they managed to mesh well when they started film, uh, when they were telling the story of King Richard. For sure. And I like that they didn't paint him as an out-and-out saint in this one. Like, Mm. he's got his conflicts with the wife. And, you know, they don't always agree, you know. Um, At some points, he's questioned. He's questioned by the people who are closest to him. But like, what are you doing this for? Is this for you or for them? Mm. So I I appreciated that they they aired that side of the issue. Yes, Mm. yes. 
So it was kind of like this also dramatic side of it. For mm-hmm. the first half, most of it actually. But then when it got to the tennis parts, what 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 is your opinion on like someone who watches tennis constantly? I mean, I did love the last part of the movie when they actually showed clips of the yeah. actual Venus and Serena mm-hmm. playing oh, and cool. all that, all those footage. Um, but like in general, I just feel like to be honest, it felt bitten mm. because there's so much more that happened after where the movie ended that, you know, could have been used in the biopic as well. So I I was just like, okay, so why didn't they show this? Why didn't they show that? Um, like, for example, uh, one of the sisters actually um, suffered from a tragic uh, shooting and died. Tundi, oh, Damn, the oldest sister. Yeah. So, you know, they actually didn't, show that anymore Mm -hmm. and they didn't show how the family recovered from that and how the marriage ended because um richard and Mm -hmm. orsine they're no longer together so i just wanted to see more Mm -hmm. yeah but the game how how was the gameplay sports wise (laughs) it looked convincing it looked yeah it looked legit to me i have a question what is the open stance he was you know trying to force (laughs) They play with the open stands. What's an open stance? I don't even know what the hell that was about. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it worked. 23 Grand Slams after for Serena. How many for Venus? So, yeah. The Punisher was not convinced though at the beginning. The, pun- the Punisher? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean like they did have to play as as professional coaches. You would have to see these players in action mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. you to be able to tell if they had it in them. And you know… Having having to convince one of the most successful tennis coaches with you know the, these two kids from from a bad neighborhood not known for tennis right that's impressive yeah guy flew them out to Miami mm-hmm. paid for for their house paid for for their trips to Disneyland that's just insane mm. and, uh, that was the aspect of the movie that amazed me the most because they had so many demands yes. like you bring out my entire family you give us a house you give us a house <laughs> uh, you you put through uh, you put all my daughters through school not even the ones not playing tennis <laughs> they were like, that damn. good that early yeah mm. that, that was amazing also he did have a 15% cut what off of whatever they would make I mean like that's 15% yeah, out of like 15 million dollars exactly <laughs> and like the, the absolute faith put in the sisters it, it's just crazy to me and and especially the movie kind of also picked up like for me emotionally when they started getting deals even before you know they would they didn't want uh, them to play juniors right? right they just wanted to go pro right away but then even like sponsors would come in before Venus's first game mm-hmm. even started they'd yep. get like three million a three million dollar check or something and and to even refuse that not gonna lie I would have signed me too same, same. I would have just taken the too. money that's three million dollars it's like even if, if you lose like, tomorrow that's money in the bank exactly, exactly. but uh, Richard had so much faith in his daughters that they're like no we're not taking it but can it's you like, imagine three million uh, in the nineties? Uh-huh. Three yeah. million dollars in the nineties mm-hmm. for someone who has nothing yet. Yep. Right. Yep. Crazy. Uh-huh. And if that backfired, well, thankfully it didn't. Yep. I mean, we can get the spoilers. This is a true story. So. Sure. sure. <laughs> what happened? I mean, what happened to Venus by Serena? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think they become famous. <laughs> As what tennis players, but in. I think so. <laughs> hmm, let me look them up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's the, the whole progression of the story. Even before it got like the big tennis match at the end, yeah. it was pretty exciting for me pacing wise because like the, there are so many things that Richard said no to. Right. That 
I could not myself fathom. Yeah. And, and there were things like I couldn't imagine like, I mean, is every did every, everything he did had a point, right? Mm-hmm. Even when he farts in a business meeting, he's doing that <laughs> yeah. for a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh yeah, that 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 scene left me stunned. I was like, what what did he did he fart? And my <laughs> wife just says, Yeah, he did. It's like, huh. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Right. Okay. Safe okay. to say that meeting didn't go so well. <laughs> you should try that next time you have a meeting. No. <laughs> say this has a purpose. <laughs> I'm proving a point. <laughs> um, and uh, so we can also get to the casting. Of course, oh. Will Smith did a great job. And um, I personally didn't have any idea about Richard Williams beforehand. But even without it, I believed it. Yes. So I actually just watched a video of an interview of Richard Williams and you know like Will Smith did it like he he absolutely nailed the intonation and the 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 way that Richard Williams would talk yeah, the like, yeah. this guy's this guy's pretty convincing he was still so good in this movie but can we talk about the the kids yeah yes. of course yes. oh so oh my god great casting yes. i was like Oh, I can totally picture young Venus looking like that and young Serena looking like that. Even like the the body, the build, mm. like so accurate, so perfect. And the face. Yes, so accurate. yes, the face. Like I could literally even even if I do not watch tennis a lot, I know their faces and you could like clearly say, "Oh, this is Venus." This mm-hmm. is yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah even icons. for someone who doesn't <laughs> watch the sport and even the mom or oh. a scene. Oh, she's iconic on her own. <laughs> Trust me, you should look for memes or seen memes. For I promise fans? you. Yes. What's she famous oh. for? She sleeps during. What's she famous for? <laughs> I kid you not. The most intense matches, like Grand Slam matches, mm-hmm. and then the camera would pan to Oracine, Mama O, and she's like asleep. <laughs> like, not a care in the world. I swear she is hilarious. I love her, actually. And I felt like the actress portrayed her so well. Yes, yes. I Actually, it's good that you mentioned her. Um, I think she was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Aside from Will Smith. Will Smith is a given. Mm-hmm. But then you, you see… Um, uh, on Zenu Ellis and yeah. she was yep. amazing every yes. time that she and Will Smith were on screen together it was just amazing chemistry between the two wasn't she in um, that Netflix movie uh, a docu-series which one about the the, the kids accused of um, of something like oh, they the, went the kids who raped somebody uh, in Central Park uh, and accused they got, of rape yeah um, yeah, what was yeah it that one um, oh my god that made me cry so like, much now they see, they see yeah. us now something like that I, I couldn't watch okay, it. Okay, hold on two oh. seconds. Oh my God. You I, should watch it. It's, it's it's just too depressing. It's heartbreaking. But mm-hmm. she was also super good in that. I remember her. Yeah. And, and how they would bicker like an actual married couple. Yes, I agree. I could totally see uh, like this whole situation. How a uh, husband and wife would argue on how yeah. the kids are being raised. That- like the dad's like the hard ass, bad cop. This is a good bad bad cop, good cop kind of situation. There are two scenes that I enjoyed them in together as husband and wife. That one scene where they left the kids in the store. Oh yeah. They they like, drove yeah just leave my kids out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not being home. No, there are kids. Pick them back up. That scene and that scene where they were talking to the coach. Uh, the first coach, where uh, they decided to stop with them because they didn't want the sponsorship. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and, they, and then um, Anjanu was just there saying like, if you ever make me look like a fool, I know because of my religion, I'm supposed to be backing my husband. Mm-hmm. But if you make me look like a fool in front of somebody, our marriage is over. Like that scene, it was 
to me as a married as a married man was pretty powerful because I go through that. Like we we my my wife and I talk about these things now. So which one are you? I'm on Janu. On Janu. Bash, I love you. Please don't kill me. Good save. Good save. Pash lagot. All right. So uh, I also want to talk about the coach, aka Punisher. I love John Bernthal in anything, <laughs> honestly. I love the whole porn stash, though. He's got and this, the hair. And those tiny ass shorts because I don't know why. This 80s hair. I, I, I didn't. I would never have imagined him in a million years. He was as, great. As mm-hmm. that. Because the last time we saw him in a major role was in The Punisher, where he was just this hard ass vigilante. Haughty. <laughs> I that love too. your priorities. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Honey. I didn't know this episode would have a thirst portion. I wasn't expecting it either. I just realized. I was like, oh, right. Was wait, it the shorts? John Berthold was there. Is it the shorts or the mustache? No, I've always had the hots for him, even from like The Walking Dead. So. I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shane. But okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, I love John Bernthal in this because like Anjanu Ellis, he provides a counterpoint to quote-unquote the insanity of King Richard. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun to see his frustration. Oh, yeah. And, you know, how, you know, he's he's just so… He, he can't figure Richard out. He doesn't know where the hell this guy's coming from, where he gets the balls to do and say the things he does. But when he starts to see the wisdom of it, he comes around yeah. and he becomes like their biggest fan, their biggest supporter. It's pretty sweet because if that was me in their position, I would totally go, I'm paying you for this. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for your house, yeah. your education, everything. Like one word from me and you could totally go back home to Compton. You go to Disneyland, you bring me with you. <laughs> oh, what the hell, man? Of course he's going to come around if he's going to get 15% of whatever they're earning. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But I, I imagine I could like really feel the but, frustration that but, he was going through, and he would even play this like back and forth with with uh, Richard because, like you said, he couldn't. I can't figure you out. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, if that was me, I'm like, do I, do I gamble on this? Like they don't they don't go the usual route. Right. Like I, the safety net is you go through juniors, you go through the entire process, but this fucker just wants to skip that entirely. <laughs> but, and that's my money on the line. To, to be fair though, I don't think anyone could figure Richard Williams out. <laughs> like watching the whole thing is like, this, this guy is crazy enough to write an 80-page essay mm-hmm. for the success of his children. Like even his daughters at some point, I guess, didn't understand. And at like, some point, they yeah. cut ties with him as their coach. Oh, no please tell us more yeah. about that. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they Serena uh, is coached by Patrick uh, Moratoglu. Okay. And uh, he's been her coach since, uh, I don't know how many Grand Slams ago, but… Because she had like a dip in her career mm-hmm. and people thought she like her career was over. Like mm-hmm. she's done. But then he kind of, yeah, she decided to work with him and he helped her out. Mm-hmm. And she won so many more slams after that. Nice. So, yeah. But yeah. Wait, what about Coach Rick? What was he like in real life? Was he like like that? Or were they just exaggerating? I'm not sure and- because I, I'm not very familiar with him. I only read about him in the book. Okay, okay. So, but I figured he's like, you know, any other coach… Um, in the U.S., kind of like that. I feel like that's not what they do. As it hot as John Burns. Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love how he also gave a lot of color to the character because he was definitely more fun than the first coach, like True. the coach of uh, Pete Sampras. And I also I, I was amused, like, oh, I know Pete Sampras. He's there. <laughs> oh, and it's pretty accurate, uh-huh. The the actor looked a lot like young Pete. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm, I'm not familiar with Pete Sampras. I, I, I do remember like I my the name. Don't look at him now, because <laughs> you will not understand the thirst coming from me. But look at young Pete when he had all the hair. Yeah, I do remember like my mom and brother at some point back then, the Hingis uh, Sampras days. Pa, they would totally watch tennis religiously too. So I do. I am familiar. But uh, back to John Bernthal, I I really like his portrayal. Because he, he seemed like a fun guy. <laughs> like, la lang. Boring kasi ng first coach. But it's just so, it's so interesting to see him in a role where when he's frustrated, he doesn't end up hitting the person. Killing <laughs> the person. <laughs> killing the person mm-hmm, he's frustrated mm-hmm. with. And it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's actually good. He He's such a good actor. He is, yeah, he is. He, is. Yeah. he was really uh, fun. I think… To some point, comic relief then. For yeah. me, yeah. Or I don't know if he just looks funny to me in general. <laughs> He's just very charming. Yeah, he, he has is. a special something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I did enjoy that. So are there any like memorable scenes that you feel like made you think, ah, this is the Oscar moment. This is the… This is why this film was even nominated. Mm. I think it was hard to pinpoint for me. Mm-hmm. This is, my opinion is… Coming into this movie because I knew that Will Smith already won the Oscar for this. Mm. It was kind of hard for me to pinpoint because the entire thing was just an incredible piece of work coming from him. Because mm-hmm. maybe maybe that one scene where he was alone struggling with the thought of what he would do with his children early on. Mm-hmm. If he was going to try and protect them the way he knew how. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, going he was going to go down the way that he was trying to get his kids away from. Which was trying to kill off… The guy who beat him in, on the tennis court. Mm-hmm. Right? So that was like interesting. Because there was an internal struggle there that you knew mm-hmm. that he was having. Like, do I protect my kids the way I know how? With violence? Or do I stick to the plan? Right, right. Because mm-hmm. there, there are two ways of protecting his children. Right? So that was pretty interesting for me. And, is it, and isn't it ironic how it all turned out? <laughs> yeah. That one seems like… <laughs> 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 like, like mm. <laughs> well, I guess he's safe. Yeah. I I, I liked… Um, it wasn't any one moment for me. It was the taking it as a whole. Because like usually when you see a movie like this, you it's easy to just say, eh, Oscar bait. Mm. Because, you know, somebody clearly wants a trophy. But yep. there was no like single moment yeah. where they, every, the whole movie just stops so he could give a monologue that they'll yeah, use in the clip package. Exactly. It was more of an ensemble thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, you got to take it as a whole yeah. for me. So… Um, I, I I I I just looked at the whole movie. I couldn't take like I couldn't pinpoint any one moment if you asked. Yeah, it but, also wasn't a very it it wasn't a selfish performance on Will yes, Smith. Will yes. Smith end. That I think that's what also why I liked it more than Ali because yeah. I know what you're gonna say about Ali being like the ultimate showman, but the performance doesn't have to be you know showy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, but I will stand by my 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 belief that it is. <laughs> what? Fine, because he's Muhammad Ali. Yeah. But I have to ask Hazel, what was stuff like that you saw in the book that you wish they'd included in the movie in this part of their lives? Not what came after. Uh, 
I think I would have liked to see more of Serena and Venus in school. Like I said, more mm. on the kids, mm, really. Yes, right. Um, because they didn't show, like, for example, the whole bed situation um, right. and how uh, they were telling, uh, he was telling them, eventually, you know, you're going to earn enough money to afford a bed each. Because when they were little, they used to, well, Serena, being the youngest, used to rotate. Like they had, I think, four four beds. So one for each of the older sisters. And then right. Serena would pick like which sister she would sleep next to Aww. every night. And okay. she would usually end up sleeping beside Venus because they're the closest. So I wish they showed more of that, more of those sweet moments between yeah. the sisters. And um, I also remember reading from the book, like in school, how they were. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Serena was like, the bratty little sister. <laughs> Ooh, and Venus was okay. like, yeah, she's like the saint. She's like the the perfect older sister. Like Serena went to school, lost her money somewhere, didn't have money to buy lunch. And Venus will just end up giving her her money Aww. and skipping lunch just so Serena could eat. And Serena, you know, she wrote all that in her book. And I wish we got to see it in the movie just to highlight their relationship more. That's mm. so sweet. That, that, that's... Uh... That's a legit uh, thing I would probably look for if I had that yeah. knowledge too. I think so. Um, I also appreciated in the movie though that, of course, at the start of everything, um, maybe because Venus was older or maybe at that point, Venus's skills were more advanced than Serena's at the time. I also appreciated how Serena were, would have her moments. Like, right. you know, I would feel fucking left out too. If like you're looking for a coach for both of us and you mm -hmm. don't get me, I would feel so bad. Mm -hmm. like my, but it my helped her. Yeah. It's like you know? my, my wife, my, uh, my wife Posh, she said now that's the second child syndrome. Oh, like, <laughs> like, They have to be more competitive. They have to yes. do better than the eldest child. That's why. It's where the hugot comes from. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where she got that fire yes. to like actually get to where she is now. <laughs> but I appreciated that part. Um, I really liked, uh, I found really sweet that little speech Richard gave um, Serena when they were already at the big game and everything. And mm. Serena was just like watching by the sidelines. And he was just telling her like, you you will have your time. Like you, you, your sister will be number one, but you will mm. be greatest of all time. That's, yeah. That, oh, that gave me goosebumps. Chills, was like, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's true. I wish they also focused more on the trophy swapping thing because in her book, she talked about that, that a lot and how that was like, that trophy, because God knows how many trophies she has mm. by now, right? Like, she's kept that trophy on her bedside since she was little because it was so symbolic of, like, their relationship as sisters. Because um, Serena did not win. Venus did. So she only had a silver trophy and Venus right. had the gold. And she was sulking the whole time. And Venus was like, you know what? I never really liked gold anyway. Would you like to swap? Aww. And so she, they swapped. And so she's kept that trophy Damn. to motivate her for, for the longest time. And it's just so beautiful, their relationship. That's so sweet. Yeah. I, I'm not going to give I her my watch trophy that movie. if I were the older sister. Now, yeah. I want to watch that movie. Right? You have no, a movie I, named Venus called Venus and Serena. I do feel like they might have that eventually. Just because, like I said, there's still so many things that they didn't actually tackle in the movie. Um, and up to now, like, right? Their lives are still super interesting. Right, um, right. Her married life, her mm -hmm. mom life. They, She did have a documentary on HBO. Um, when she was pregnant with her first child. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but no. it's also, uh, uh, I don't know. If you're interested, you should check it out. It's, it's did, a very Does she have a 75-page manifesto for that baby too? <laughs> no, she did not. Maybe Alexis. <laughs> I see. <laughs> husband, Reddit guy. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um, 
Well, the, the, the last game actually was like the pivotal moment in the film, which really like gave us tennis, tennis. And um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I thought it was very well shot because it, it was exciting. Because the, the, the challenge with shooting sports for a movie is it's hard to get the energy and the excitement. Because um, if you just point a camera at the court, you know, mm. um, you're not going to get the feels, honestly. But the way they did this, the way they presented it, this is when it turned into a full-blown sports pick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yes. And I really liked it. It's the first time in the whole movie we actually saw any tennis. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> An actual match. You know, I was also surprised they didn't show the very famous or infamous Indian Wells tournament that they boycotted for like the longest time. I don't know if you guys are familiar why, why, with that. Why, why'd they do that? No, because um, Serena and Venus ended up playing in the final uh, final match. But then, or no, no, no. They were supposed to play, I think, but Venus got injured so she couldn't play. And then they were saying, oh, you know, this is rigged. Like you're doing this uh, for some reason or whatever. And then during the finals, like the whole crowd was against them and mm-hmm. throwing racial slurs at Ooh. Richard and Venus who Holy were in crap. the audience while Serena was playing. And so after that, she actually Serena won. But after that, she never returned to Indian Wells for like over a decade. Wow. Hmm. Like both of them, they never returned to that tournament. And it's a, it's a very big part of the book. Um, because obviously it talks about the struggles of being black and playing tennis right, and right. being in that world and what they had to go through before they earned the respect that they're enjoying now. And I just feel like, you know, that would have been like a moment for Will Smith. For sure. To have that scene and to show that to everybody. So I felt like that was a missed opportunity because they didn't go there anymore. But yeah, I would have I would have liked to see more of that. But maybe that was too ugly for them to mm. actually... Maybe in a point in their careers further down. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So we've talked about what um, uh, Hazel has talked about what she wishes was in it. But maybe for us, just looking at the movie itself without any outside knowledge, just as the movie itself, is there anything you guys would have wanted to change or didn't like about I it? I want to see all that stuff in a sequel. <laughs> I want Will Smith to do Too Fast, Too Richard. I'm not kidding, okay? <laughs> they have to make another one of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> or do like a series on HBO Max just about the kids, you know? Do yeah. that, that's Serena. a thing now. Yeah. Right? yeah. Same, same, same thing. Because honestly, this movie tackled a lot of the things that we had questions about about uh, Richard Williams. Because mm-hmm. it, it told us a great story of a father trying to lift his kids up mm-hmm. out of poverty. You know, it also mm-hmm. shows us how much of an impact the Williams sister had on the sport. And the, and the community. Mm, yeah, I really love so, that ending. Yep, yep. So it that's, was so heartwarming. Like exactly, all the little right? kids, a little, mm. a little black girls yep. looking up to them, so, being so happy. And now you have all, you know, people of color dominating, you know, play very successful in the sport. Like you have Sloane Stephens, uh, right? Sloane Stephens. Yeah, Naomi Osaka. Naomi mm. Osaka is one. And, um, more more guys. So it's just it just really shows you how how much they've these well Richard and he, his two girls have opened up the sport to more people. It's more accessible now. It's more popular. They've made it more popular than ever. So mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to see anything else if it was just about Richard Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, I thought the whole gang violence would go somewhere. Like they built uh, it up so yeah, much at did. the start, they did. and uh, <laughs> it was built up a lot at the beginning and that's how they really showed 
they that's how they chose to show how hard it was for Richard yeah. because you yes. know he'd worked yes. so many jobs and then he's being bullied by this gang mm. and it but it didn't really get a satisfying payoff for that's me true. like yeah. yes yeah. the guy who beat Richard up got shot eventually <laughs> right. which was like whoa okay <laughs> mm-hmm. but, oh, problem solved for Richard yeah I know but uh, not okay maybe it didn't happen it, it did happen like that but after that parang that's why I thought they were gonna show the what happened to the sister. Yeah, because basically yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, they were building up Tundi being. Tundi. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. So well, that makes sense. Because mm. she stays in Compton. Yeah, and essentially that's she yeah. She gets what shot. Happened. Yeah, yeah. Right. and like if, when things turned around for them, the gang would even be protective of the family right, later right. on. So it was just like such a fast turning point that it yeah. wasn't really satisfying for me, especially with how they built it up at the start. Right, yeah. I was just expecting more from that. Right. Especially because Richard kept saying that he was hell-bent on not wanting his kids to have that kind of yes. life, right? Mm-hmm. And some of it was just shown through the news. Like what happened to the other female tennis player who was also a rising star at the time and mm-hmm. then she ran, ran away, got caught with drugs, etc, right. etc. Jennifer and, Capriati. Yeah. And yep. we only saw that through like news. She she beat Martina Hingis <laughs> in one grand slam. So you're happy about that? <laughs> no, I was not. I was very unhappy about that. No, Martina when, when she got arrested oh. and stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Let's <laughs> just say no. Read my face. Look, I appreci- the thing this is a podcast and nobody can see your face. No, but I appreciated that whole message of um, using sports and the values inherent to sports and um, to 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 elevate their lives to mm-hmm. keep get them away from that gang violence. Yeah. Because the last movie that we saw that touched on this kind of source material, uh, you know, it taught us that the more ballet you know, the worse your gang life will be. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it didn't end well for Tony and West Side Story. <laughs> so I'm glad to see that there are some people who make it out of that life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it showed you how much hard work and dedication. Absolutely. That mm. you, you yes. Know, I mean, as much as he wanted to stick it to the man by putting his, his African-American <laughs> daughter in a very white sport, you know, it was also about giving them, you know, a better life than the one that he had, that his wife had. Exactly. Mm. Like he kept saying it. That's why I kind of wished I saw more of that. Yeah. That life they wanted to avoid, I guess. But they wanted the big sports finish. I guess. But I I don't know. It just felt like a cop out or like the the news part was Mm. like a cop out or like it it, it was just built up so much and didn't get anywhere. That's my only gripe. They just used it to set the tone but not you know, it kind of ended up being just a distraction. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So it kind of distracted us from what was happening. Yeah. But yeah. Wasted potential, but it's okay. Yeah. Still I a mean, good yeah. movie. It's still pretty good. <laughs> Let's yeah. wait for the Venus and Serena one. And that, I think yeah. that will happen after retirement. Because they're still active. Yeah, I mean, they they're still are. playing. So maybe they're waiting for when they retire. Yeah. And they still have so many stories to still yeah. make mm-hmm. at this point because they're still very Maybe active they can do it like successful. Will Smith is 65. <laughs> 65. He'll be old man Richard. <laughs> old man Richard. <laughs> okay. So now, I guess we got to address the elephant in the room. Especially… <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that you heard that. Hmm. What just happened? <laughs> Unexpected violence. I think a little harder. Oh, I didn't okay. catch that. Can you <laughs> what the fuck? Are you sleepy, man? So you see, children, violence is never the answer. <laughs> well, That's true. That's very true. 
Yeah. Um, so if you live under a rock, which uh, obviously you wouldn't be listening to this episode if you didn't probably because this is what the buzz is all about. Like some people like probably me and Angel. It's funny how you mentioned rock. I've never been under the rock. <laughs> I did not. I did not think of that. Did, right? I didn't think of that. But, <laughs> but um, uh, this, I watched it after the whole Oscars controversy. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I think considering how big of a scandal that was, I was still able to separate myself from what happened and Will Smith's character as King Richard, which I guess is a good sign because for maybe a lot of people at the back of their minds while watching this, it's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know what happened? <laughs> no, I'd, I'd have to agree because, you know, like, because now it's a question of does he deserve the Oscars? Mm-hmm. So without a doubt, I would say yes. He was amazing in this movie. Sure. But then… That um, happened. <laughs> I saw the movie a couple of months before you guys. And um, so it was before the whole slap thing. But after seeing him, you know, basically go up on stage and, you know, beat the shit out of Chris Rock in front of the world. Okay, that's exaggerating. But um, I I found it hard to recommend the movie after that. Because mm-hmm. one of the biggest themes of the movie is using sports, using values to rise above, mm. you know, base impulses like turning to violence or, you know, um, turning to drugs and all that. And, 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 that's, that, and that's something that is, that Will Smith, Chris Rock, all these other um, African-American and minority actors have to deal with on a daily basis because they are judged to a higher standard than the average white performer. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but when you're seeing a minority in a major um, prominent role, you kind of expect more from them. And the fact that Will Smith, by and large, is one of the few crossover African-American actors um, he damn well should have known what kind of example he was showing to the world, especially as far as, you know, um, um, black on black violence went. Yeah, it made me so sad. I felt like it took away from the moment. It took yes. away from the family. Yeah. Yes. And like all the efforts that they exerted yeah. into making the movie. And they were there. You saw it their happened. faces? Oh when, my gosh. It, their reactions? Yeah, I was. I watched Serena's IG stories like, after. <gasps> and she was like, <laughs> he was making faces. I, I think, I'm I like, think mm. everybody would make faces like that because you know you're into the worst. Like what show. the hell was but that? But they were classier than Will Smith in that they didn't actually comment on it or make a scene. They didn't mm. make it about them. Yeah. True. It's very true. But I don't agree that I don't know because some people are saying he should give it back. He should mm-hmm. give his his Oscar back. I just I don't agree with it because I I feel like he deserved it. You know, mm-hmm. he got it for for his acting. Um, and I feel like the 10-year ban should be... I mean, I feel like it's enough. And when he resigned from the Academy and he just accepted the 10-year ban, like, isn't that enough? There, I mean, there have been worse things committed mm-hmm. by Oscar that winners. That is true. Absolutely, yes. So. But I think another part of the argument comes from the fact that if you look at the different angles of the actual incident, you see that he's laughing along initially (laughs) (laughs) until he notices that Jada's not. And then that's like when he decides, oh, I have to get up and quote unquote, be a man now. I mean, what, 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 what is he trying to prove at this point already? I mean, that he can do what he wants. She's already essentially made a fool of him in front of the entire world with that whole, we have an open marriage. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, you know, that's that's probably 
what he was thinking when he He's hit overcompensating. Like all the, He's still a man, quote unquote. Yeah, and all the frustration, I think, of like being embarrassed in front of everybody and yeah. just, yeah, being made a fool of. And slapping the guy, you know. I mean, you're like a foot taller than Chris Rock. What the hell, man? <laughs> he is a rock, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 and then screaming profanities from the front row. Yeah. Twice. Twice. Mm. That was so intense. Yeah, that was a shocker. And yeah, just like Hazel said, it's unfortunate that it took away from everything they wanted to say. Because this movie, actually, I had a lot of… I had a lot of takeaways from it. Mm-hmm. It was like a, so much. Oh, it was such an yeah. all movie. If, if you're it's still take a good away, movie. If you're gonna take away all, everything, the controversy that happened in the Oscars, it, this movie actually gave you a lot of the warm fuzzy fuzzies. Yeah, happened. yeah, it did. And like, I really appreciated. Well, my biggest takeaway is knowing your worth, which a lot of people probably don't, you know, apply because like uh, Richard fucking knew how much his daughters were worth. To yes. turn down three million dollar contracts. Yes. yes. He like, turned oh, down something bigger, but yeah, right? <laughs> even bigger. Twelve. The, the the offers got higher and higher, but he was like, no. And I'm even like, better was how he passed that on to them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And even even the daughters were like, I don't feel right about accepting this money without even showing anyone what I've got. Right. Mm. It's, it's it's mad respect, mm. and especially with how hard he was on them. I guess well they cons- they were consenting about it, which. Is, is not an issue but right. this type of approach would not work on a lot of people Absolutely. and uh, this would make for a very toxic relationship probably like I don't know if they actually have these problems yeah. as uh, people yeah. but they turn out they look like they turned out fine yeah. I mean I don't think that kind of parenting will work in 2022 yeah, yeah. I'm not, not sure no, how not. that's gonna yeah. go but yeah. yeah at the time I hmm. guess you know it worked for them and they do have a very sweet relationship, mm-hmm. it seems. And even yeah. in the movie, it was portrayed like when they're not playing or when he's not coaching them. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. very sweet. He is. And they love him so much. Like, you know, till now, like you will see them post about their dad and like how they would visit him and all that. So I, th- I think that says a lot mm-hmm. about the kind of relationship that they yeah. were able to maintain. I mean, if they still love him after leaving them in a bodega, <laughs> in, a, in a shady neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, um, personally, I think, yes, the 10 year, I think 10 years is even a little excessive. I'm not sure. But okay, if that's the decision, then fine. What's really, what did they really take away from him? He just doesn't have to attend. He doesn't get to attend. He can still be nominated. He can still win. Yeah, I guess it's fine. But personally, I haven't seen all the Oscar nominees. But Mm -hmm. I do think Will Smith had, was really did amazing. But he wasn't necessarily my best actor. Ooh, who you got? Yeah. Who uh, you got? Andy Murray. Yes, Andy Murray. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just found that Andrew Garfield did a better job Ooh. in Tick Tick Boom. A lot more range, I guess, but I would I wasn't mad at it. Like after seeing uh, King Richard, I was like, okay, yeah, I I I prefer Andrew, but mm, all right. Maybe it's like one of those things where, you know, the those old white voters, they figure when they look at Andrew mm. Garfield, ah, oh, he's still young, you know. He'll, you yeah. can give it to him in five years or something. Will Smith has been trying for 20 years at this point. <laughs> that, that was also my feeling about Kristen Stewart. Like, I wanted Kristen Stewart to win. Okay, she's yeah, still she's young. still young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has many yeah. years ahead of yeah. her. She was great in Spencer, though. Yeah. She, she was, was amazing yeah. in Spencer. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield was also amazing in Tick, Tick, Boom. Like, he worked so hard. Yep, he learned to sing over like a year, a year and a half. Yeah, and uh, as as a Head and a Jonathan Larson fan, mm-hmm. he, he did amazing as well. 
But you, you see the pattern, these biopics, yes. know, like getting Oscar bait. Of course. Like I just noticed. It. Yeah, that's why, that's why I had my doubts watching this movie at first. Because uh, biopic na naman. Yeah. It's like the nth straight year a biopic is in the Oscars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and especially after Bohemian Rhapsody won. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, biopic <laughs> or war picture. That's like the easiest yes. way to get yes. a trophy, exactly. right? Yes. Or based on a true story. Yeah. So Aaron Brockovich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, uh, the, but okay. So despite my reservations, that's why uh, when, when we had our meeting and we were talking about, should we still cover this movie? You know, after all the mm-hmm. controversy and whatever that came after it came out. Um, I said, yeah, because I need to know that I'm not crazy. <laughs> I need to know that, you know, I really liked it before the slap. I need to know if it still holds up after. So I needed people with fresh eyes to watch it. I think it still holds up. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I was able to put the the controversy aside and yeah, just watch same. it and enjoy it, the film as it was Mm-mm. without tying it to… Without seeing Will Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing mm. I, I, saw I saw Richard. I saw Richard. Yeah. Sayang lang yung what they wanted to say with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just yeah, like cover, sure. buried under that whole slap thing. But what can we do? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what we can do is uh, slap Enjoy each other. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Zero to hundred. Is it the caffeine? <laughs> I will watch. I'll be the other person. I'll be. I'll be. I know Lupita Nyong'o <laughs> at the side, be like, ooh. I'll be the cameraman. <laughs> ooh. I'll be the cameraman. Okay, that's me. That, with her, with her face. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's she, gonna be me. She was all of us. <laughs> exactly. It's funny how when I saw that. Footage. I, I focused on her. Like, <laughs> I felt so awkward. Yeah, it's I like, felt so like, awkward for her because she was smiling at first. She thought it was. She a, thought it was. But it was like a little yeah. smile. Like yeah, a, yeah. 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 Like, the I'm not sure. Smile. Yeah, because <laughs> that was how I felt. It's like, is this a stunt? Oh shit! Yeah. No, it's not. A, no, it's not a stunt. Yeah, I legit also thought it was a stunt, which is why. <laughs> ah, uh, huh? <laughs> but then he started <laughs> screaming. Yep. Yep. No, I thought the screaming was part of it, and then the second this the second one happened. No, like, but like, oh. like they said, I think it was one of the late night shows, like the day after, or a couple of days later, like because like Fox News is trying to put put it out there that it was all a work, it was all a bit. Yeah. But you know, on one of the late night show hosts were like. So that's your argument, Fox News. You're saying that Will Smith killed all of his goodwill just so Chris Rock and Kevin Hart could sell concert tickets. I mean, this is your argument. Well, it's Chris, Fox News. It's Fox News. Although Chris Rock, after that whole incident, got sold out shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It worked in his favor. They thought though. he was going to talk about it. Uh, yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. But… Although he, uh, the joke wasn't cool, you know, especially if you do have the knowledge of Jada's condition. It wasn't cool, I guess, to joke about that. But to be honest, he handled it like a pro. Yeah, he did. After he got slapped. Totally did. He was a little gooped. Like yeah. you yeah. could tell, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Like, you know, yes. he was kind of stuttering a little. Yeah. He was trying to find his words. Mm-hmm. But overall, like as a host, like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Yeah. Wow. He got Mostly it together. together to be fair, yeah. Yeah. He even oh. called it the greatest Oscar moment in history. And he said that yep. he didn't know that she had a condition after the fact. Ooh. See, that was see, that was the point of the whole and thing. Come on, we've heard hosts say worse things. Yes. yes. Honestly. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Ricky Gervais said that he wouldn't even have gone after Jada's hair. He would have told a joke about her boyfriend. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I think that was worse. 
Yeah. yeah. So mm. uh, it's that whole comedy discussion where, where you know, if it's offensive, how where, where do you cross the line? But okay, all that aside, at the end of the day, would you recommend King Richard as a movie? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. As a William Sisters a fan, mm-hmm. yeah, please watch it. Yes. I, I honestly thought I'd see another Will Smith biopic. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, he actually earned the Oscars for this yeah, one. So yes. go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. If you can really just set aside the whole controversy, it's still a good watch. Honestly. Watch him whack balls instead. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound right. Not no. at all. <laughs> And with that, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're done. That's I mean, our cue. You yeah. can watch. I mean, Jada won't. <laughs> oh. I don't think she's been watching that. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, okay. So that has been our episode about King Richard. Thanks again, Hazel, for joining oh, us. Thank you, thank you for having me. You gave I had us fun. You gave yes. us so much perspective. Like <laughs> I had absolutely no yes. clue about anything. Game set and match. Is that right? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> good closing. Yes. Good yeah. closing. Yeah. <laughs> so this has been our first episode with a guest, and awesome. uh, we'll have more in the future. And this was great. This was amazing. Such a joy to have. Thank you. Thank you. So happy. Thanks for coming over. (laughs) We gave you pizza. You gave us credibility. (laughs) Good trade. Good trade. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. So is there anything you want to uh, plug? Maybe you can uh, tell people to listen to your show. Oh, you guys can listen to The Morning Rush on Monster RX 93.1, 6 to 10 in the morning. We also have a podcast on Spotify. So check that out. I do have a podcast as well. I mean, we haven't been... <laughs> we haven't been recording in a while. My partner gave birth and all, so no. But how you can, dare she? <laughs> you can check out um, the Tita Girls podcast on Spotify as well. All right, so go catch Hazel there, and you can catch us at Subotours on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Subotours, we like movies, is our Facebook group where you can chat with us or maybe give us suggestions on what movies we can cover in the future, or if you have any ideas for guests on who you want us to have on the show. Because yes, apparently we're doing this now. Guys, we're going to Hollywood. But why not? But why not? Why not? Idris Elba. I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Instagram, sub underscore to follow us there too. <laughs> yeah, so go watch King Richard. Slapping aside. <laughs> okay, Still a good one. Game set and match. Game oh, set match. All right. Yes. We'll catch you again in the next episode. My name's Mai. I'm Misha. And I'm Anja. And I'm Hazel. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a question though. Do they say anything at tennis matches? Sorry, that's why that's why I had (laughs) we had to guest you because I have we we don't know anything (laughs) about tennis. So what do they say at the start of the? Is there like any particular phrase or something before they start the game? Game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I guess what? G G. Okay, G. All right. Let's get it on. Woo. Okay.